The sacrifice of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 101 on page 463. My song shall be of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. O oh, let me have understanding in the way of godliness. When wilt thou come unto me? I will walk in my house with a perfect heart. I will take no wicked thing in hand. I hate the sins of unfaithfulness. There shall no such cleave unto me. A forward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I destroy. Whoso hath also a haughty look and a proud heart, I will not suffer him. Mine eyes look upon such as are faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. Whoso leadeth a godly life, he shall be my servant. There shall no deceitful person dwell in my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I shall soon destroy all the ungodly that are in the land, that I may root out all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 17th verse of the 34th chapter of the book of the prophet Ezekiel. And as for you, O my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I shall judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and goats. Is it too little for you to have eaten up the good pasture that you must tread down with your feet the residue of your pasture, and to have drunk of the clean, clear waters that you must foul the residue with your feet? And as for my flock, they eat what you have trampled with your feet, and they drink what you have fouled with your feet. Thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat and the lean sheep. Because you have pushed with side and shoulder, butted all the weak ones with your horns, 
and scattered them abroad. Therefore I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be a prey. And I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will establish one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, my servant David. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them and cause wild beasts to cease from the land. And they will dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the woods. Thus they shall know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and they in the house of Israel are my people, says the Lord God. You are my flock, the flock of my pasture. You are men, and I am your God, says the Lord God. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the second chapter of the Epistle of Second Timothy. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. Commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all the things. Remember that Jesus Christ, the first seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffered trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect that they also may obtain the salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, we also he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, 
that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit to put it into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may attain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, 
and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just a quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, so today is the, the final ember day of this week. And um, as we know, there's four times a year that we do the ember days. And so there's one in Lent, one in Pentecost, once uh, the week after the exaltation of the cross, that's about September 14th, and the the week after the feast of St. Lucy. So one of the easy, or one of the ways it's been cut up, come up with to remember when the ember days are is Lenti, Penti, Cruci, Lucy. And that's a way you can remember when there's going to be ember days. And these are... As we've heard from from Bishop this week, these were intended to you know get us thinking about vocations and these type of things. And as our collect calls for is to look for men to offer themselves for this ministry. And it's interesting in our collect it talks about the ministry of reconciliation. And if you're like me, when you first heard this, you thought about what the Roman Catholics call the, the sacrament of reconciliation when they're talking about confession. So I thought, wow, that's interesting that they emphasize this idea of confession in our collect, and, but that's not what our, our, the authors of this collect are talking about. They're talking about ministry as facilitating the reconciliation of us people with God. We are all fallen, fallen away, and we need to be reconciled with God once again. And so this is the, the role of ministry. It's the role of the shepherd. And as, as, as we've been read yesterday in Ezekiel, talking about how the priesthood of Israel has failed at this. They, they've not acted as good shepherds, they've acted as bad shepherds. And that's been the, the emphasis has been on the shepherds, the leaders, through you know, our last two days of, of Ember Day lessons. And now today we're talking not about the shepherds, but the sheep, us, the people, and what happens. And so Ezekiel is talking about we are all sheep, but there are good sheep and there are bad sheep. And one of the problems with bad sheep is that not only do they curse themselves, essentially, but they ruin things for other people as well. And it, it just brings up the fact that we're all in a relationship with one another. And so the image he uses, the sheep that goes around eats all the food and then tramples stuff down so that others can't eat as well. And so this is always important to remember that, you know, yes, bad shepherds are bad and do, you know, considerable harm, but we also harm ourselves. And we have to take responsibility for what happens in our Christian lives. And this is played out in our New Testament lesson where, you know, 
Paul is writing to Timothy and talking about, you know, what happens now? How do we live out our Christian lives? And he uses some imagery. He talks about the, the, the soldier and what he's getting at is that a good soldier does soldier things. And so he doesn't wear the uniform and then get concerned with the things of this world. He doesn't set up a, a, a market stall you know, in the Agora or things like this. He's not, it's not an affectation. He is always a soldier. And likewise, a uh, someone running the race is has to follow the rules. He can't just do whatever he wants. Just, he can't just call himself a runner and then just do whatever he wants. And the final image he uses is talking about uh, the the image he's using is talking about how at this time that you would have landowners who would own these farms and then you would have people working on them. And, but the people working on them deserve the first share of the crops. So he's talking about that the landowner just can't use other people's work and take it for himself. You can't just rely on the fact that you're Christian and enjoy all the benefits without putting in the work or offering up your proper tribute, if you will. You, you essentially have to do the work. And what does this work consist of? Well, this goes back to his imagery of the soldier that he's using, because for his audience, the the reality was that soldiers were not noble people in their view. These were Roman soldiers. These were the people who were dishing out suffering to the people. And his point is, as soldiers of Christ, we will endure suffering ourselves that becoming Christians do, does not alleviate our pain. It makes sense of the suffering that we endure, but there will still be suffering and we still have to go through these things. We still have to be good sheep and not bad sheep, that by becoming Christians, we do not automatically get to do whatever we want. We have to continually work at becoming righteous we have to allow him to do the work in us. And this is goes back to what Ezekiel's talking about, that ultimately no human can be that good shepherd completely, that he ultimately had to send his son, Jesus, to be the good shepherd, to, to be the, the priest king, and that all of us share in that as sons and daughters of God. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. 